Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Divinely You podcast. I am your host. My name is Sarah Waggle. And if you are new to me, welcome, welcome. If you are listening for the whatever time, <laughs> welcome back. Um, so big change. I am putting the podcast now on my website. So in addition to listening to it on the um, iTunes or the Apple platform, Google or Spotify, um, you can now hear it on sarahwaggle.com. Just click on Divinely You Podcast and you'll be able to find it if you're on a mobile version. I believe you have to click on menu and then the Divinely You podcast. So that's available for you now. I'm working on getting the rest of the episodes up there, having some technical issues, but I'm sure that will resolve itself very soon. But for right now, there are quite a, there are already about 10 episodes up there. Um, so you can listen to it there and share little links to the podcast with others as well. So thank you so much for listening and for sharing and all of that. Um, and then also, of course, we have the program on Patreon, patreon.com slash divinely you has the monthly program with the daily nudge, um, which is just a daily, like less than two minute, usually, um, you know, channeled message from me. Um, you can listen to them whenever they show up for you. So that's there for you. The workshops are there. I am working on merging everything onto sarahwaggle.com, um, including up, you know, keeping the blog up, getting the Eventbrite link up there and all that. So everything's going to be going to sarahwaggle.com or patreon.com slash divinely you. So, um, so you got all that. So this episode is all about celebrations, lots and lots of celebration. Um, first of all, for the podcast itself, let's celebrate the fact that it is now being heard from New Zealand to Hawaii. That means I have circumvented the entire globe. Um, so thank you so much, all of you who are hearing this podcast, listening to it, sharing it all of the things. If you've been a guest on the show, thank you so much for being a guest. Um, you know, we do have the bodybuilder project and did the most recent episode with Serena, um, who talked about food for an hour and I'm sure her and I could have talked about food for hours. (laughs) Um, and then I will get the rest of the bodybuilder episodes up on the website as soon as possible, but you can check them out on the platforms. Um, so there was Anna and Jasmine and Trish and Lawrence and so many amazing stories of, of people just pursuing their fitness or nutrition journeys, um, you know, on their own terms and just doing amazing things and, um, to take responsibility and, and to really like, you know, build the body that's serving and supporting them. So be sure to check those episodes out. I had a blast recording those. Um, and then, so the podcast is doing great. Thank you guys so much. Keep sharing it. Keep listening to it. Um, all of the things. And I just thank you so much. Please rate it. If you haven't already give it some stars. Um, and, um, yeah, Okay, and then, so the episode for today, or the, 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 the thing I want to talk about today is I want to celebrate, I'm a little overdue on this, but um, I wanted to celebrate um, one year of living in Arizona. And for those of you who don't know, <laughs> who don't know, or you just met me or whatever, um, I had never intended on moving to Arizona. It was... <laughs> I knew it was a good option for me because I am somebody who has a lot of physical 
um, pain and I have a lot of mental um, depression and things like that. And so I always had heard that Arizona would be a good option. However, I was also very skeptical because it gets 110 plus degrees out here and I didn't think the transportation was all that good. And so I was like, there's no way I can do Arizona. Um, and so, um, and yet here I am, <laughs> but, um, so I put it off and I had thought I wanted to live in California. I'd always wanted to live in California. So, um, little, the little backstory is that in 2019, I said, screw it. I'm done with Chicago winter after 15 years and bought a one-way ticket to California. And I lived in California for about 10 months. Um, I have fond memories of beautiful things in California, including wonderful friends, um, both four-legged and two-legged, um, like lots of good food and good beer and all of those things. And obviously I loved the ocean and the outdoors and the mountains and the beautiful houses in San Francisco. Um, but I actually really hated California on the day-to-day. Um, it was smelly, it was gross, it was filthy, um, and I literally could not imagine to myself, I couldn't imagine paying the cost of living for the filthiness of the city. So it did not fulfill me at all on a day-to-day basis. Um, and so I left California for two weeks. I came to Arizona the end of February of 2020. And of course, a couple of weeks later, the world shut down and I was supposed to be here on an extended vacation and I'm still on vacation <laughs> a year later. <laughs> so, um, but I, 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 was supposed to go back to Illinois, uh, which was where my family lives. Um, I was supposed to go back there in about May or so of 2020. But like I said, everything had shut down. The pandemic had kicked in. And I was like, I don't think traveling right now is a very good idea. So I decided to stay here until things like lifted or smoothed out or whatever. And then I was going to go back home. Um, and then I fell in love with a hundred degree heat <laughs> and I, I discovered that it actually did good things for me to be dry heat. And so, um, I decided by September I had decided to stay and honestly, it's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. And, you know, I don't regret California whatsoever. I made some amazingly good friends, people I still chat with um, on, a, on a regular basis, and I care for them so much. Um, and, you know, I miss the ocean and all of the things. And uh, I definitely miss California food, and I definitely miss Chicago food. Maybe that's one of the only things about Arizona. Um, so I wanted to take this episode and just kind of celebrate Arizona and, and what I've been able to accomplish since living here and all of those things. So let's just jump right in. So I have a list of, um, of like physical accomplishments and then I have a list of like healing type accomplishments. So I'm going to do the physical stuff first. So physically, I took a writing class and wrote most of a book. Um, The reason the book is not finished is because me. (laughs) It's almost finished and then it morphed into potentially being a seven book series or a choose your own adventure series or something like that. Um, I just kept coming up with more ideas of how the story could have gone differently and, and things like that. So the reason the book isn't finished is because I apparently can't finish projects. Apparently I need to work on that. 
So, <laughs> but I did take a writing class with an amazing writing coach, um, and a few other friends that were in the class and we had a blast and, and really learned a lot from each other. And so I wrote most of a book. Um, so that was around May, June that I did that. And then in June, July, um, I took two Reiki classes. Reiki is the study of universal energy. Um, if you are familiar with the chakras, crown chakra, third eye chakra, throat chakra, heart chakra, um, solar plexus, sacral chakra, and root chakra. I did those backwards. I don't know why. Um, but if you're familiar with the chakras um, or energy or energetic movement or whatever, um, so Reiki is a Japanese word for en or universal energy. So I took two Reiki classes when I got my Reiki 2 certification. So I can do virtual Reiki healing sessions. Um, so you can always contact me for that. <laughs> um, and then I have consistently, um, let's see, consistently exercise. Um, I was going to say since I got here, but that's not true. So I did I have since December 28th of 2020 of 2020, I have, I have an Apple watch. So I closed all of my rings on Apple watch or I've exceeded those rings. Um, prior to that, I have worked out, but it wasn't always consistent. I would take days off. Certainly, um, at the beginning when they shut the gyms down, I was definitely not as consistent. Um, and then there were times when I was going through a lot of mental healing work, or emotional healing work that I didn't work out as consistently. Um, but certainly ever since December 28th, <laughs> um, why December 28th? That's when I started doing a running challenge, running club, um, thing. And then, um, a bunch of virtual workouts kind of cropped up in my radar. So I've been consistently working out since then. Um, and so that leads right into, um, a lot of healing type work that I've done since I got here. Um, and so I basically had a one-to-one -one ontological leadership coach all year last year. Um, so I hired that co I hired my coach on very on purpose. When I was living in California, I was starting to realize that, um, I was shifting into a metaphysical type of study, right? I really wanted to understand my body and, and, the, and its messages. I wanted to understand them much more. And so I knew from having, um, from my coach training program, there was a woman there in that, in my program who was spiritual. She did, she did astrology, coaching and Reiki. And I, at the time did not know I wanted to learn Reiki, <laughs> Um, but I knew I wanted to work with her for two reasons. Metaphysically, I knew that was the direction that I was going, um, that I was studying or leaning towards was learning more about my body and how it was messaging me and, and the healing process that it was going through and that my mental state was also going through. Secondly, I knew from what little astrology education I had that 2020 was going to be drastically disruptive. I knew it was coming. Um, every astrology report that I had read and, and, and astrology people who studied astrology much longer than me <laughs> knew this year was that that year was going to be 
very, very, very disruptive. And it was. So I knew heading into 2020 that I needed a coach that could hold space for whatever was going to come at me in 2020. And so I kept her on, um, I think we had a four month contract at first. And then ultimately I was like, can you just stay with me the rest of the year? Because I, I don't know how else I'm going to get through this. And she did. <laughs> Cause I kept her on the entire year and having a one-on-one coach through an entire year of drastic disruption of, um, a dynamic living situation, um, and all kinds of other relationship shifts that were happening and things like that. I don't, I, I would not have made it through last year emotionally had I not had the support of a coach. Um, at least not as together as I made it through it. I might have made it through it, but I probably would have definitely been much more of a disaster. Um, and so, so yeah, I had a coach all year last year. Um, multiple coaches cause I, I had support of other coaches as well throughout, but, um, but I had one specifically that was a one-to-one coach. Um, so that led to the, um, ability, I'm, I'm trying to find my words here a little bit, but it was having a one-to-one coach ontological leadership coach no less with Reiki and astrology um, and whatnot and I was in the dry heat of Arizona so whereas before when I've lived in Illinois or even in California when I would get to a point where I could work through some some deep shit some deep healing shit notoriously I would have physical pain or I would you know deal with some depression or whatever and I'd be knocked out of the game so I wasn't able to get dig in I think yes dig in to the roots of my shit because I was dealing with all the same usual shit of the barometric pressure changing and my body was too tired to do whatever it needed, you know, to, to help me function or I was foggy in my brain. So I couldn't process what I needed to process mentally to heal my traumas. Um, and I did not have the right coaches to support. And I'm not saying that my coaches have been bad because I've had phenomenal coaches, Um, but this is where having very varieties of coaches is helpful is that some of them cannot get to the point, cannot get you to the point of getting at the root of the issues. And this works differently for everyone. This was just my experience, right? So having the having less physical and emotional and mental pain to deal with supported me being able to dig deeper into my healing journey and that allowed me to be okay with a lot of grieving that happened last year for me there were friendships that were super damaged because of differing opinions last year 
and some of them are starting to heal now. Some of them healed last year in the moment. Others of them may never heal for me. And I think a lot of people experienced that last year and may still be experiencing that. A lot of people dealt with other types of grieving issues that I didn't have. Um, but having a coach to hold that space for me and for me to not be dealing with my, ex- my usual pain supported and allowed me to process everything that was coming up in 2020. Um, so I was able to heal a lot of stuff, a lot of old stuff, potentially even generational stuff that I had never been able to dig far enough before. So I also started studying astrology at a whole new level last year. I started following the Leo King and High Vibe TV. Um, and in following the Leo King and High Vibe, I was able to learn a lot of history around the astrology and what transits that were happening last year and, and what had happened when those transits had happened before. Um, and that not only helped me understand what was going on, but helped me to be able to now explain that to other people. Um, and that's kind of what's contributing to healing some of my friendships that got damaged last year. Um, as we, you know, people start talking about the astrology and they're interested in learning, hearing the astrology. So, um, I'd say Arizona has been a quality, good move. <laughs> uh, I love the desert. I love the heat. I love, um, I love the nights here. Although I will say once it's dark here, it's very dark here. There's not a lot of street lamps, which is great if you can see stars. I can't see stars, so doesn't really, doesn't really, uh, do much for me, but I do like the nights. They're very peaceful. Um, I appreciate the cactus. Um, I had never really seen or been around cactus before, but I noticed something very spiritual about them and I really love it. There's just something about it. I just love. So, um, yeah, I fell in love with Arizona. (laughs) I fell in love with the heat. I fell in love with the fact that it only rains a few times a year. Um, for me, that works. I know a lot of people who like, they can't handle like endless sunny days. I love endless sunny days. Um, a lot of that is due to the fact that I don't drive. So, you know, stormy days are never usually my favorite. Now, to be fair, it's not safe to be out in the super hot weather. So there are some, um, shifting resourcefulness type things going on for me, uh, that's new, but, uh, it's, it's going, it's working. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of been the, the Arizona journey. It's been fantastic. Uh, I, I guess the only like maybe couple of dis disadvantages besides transit, um, is the cost of living is going up. Um, a lot of that is the California invasion and the high, the rise in property, um, um, interest rates and things like that. So cost of living starting to go up. 
they don't recycle here. So that's odd. Um, well, they do, but it's not as easy as it's been in other places that I've lived. Um, it's not as easy to, to recycle and, and they certainly don't compost. Um, and then the only other disadvantage of being in Arizona is the food. <laughs> and I guess when you've lived in Chicago and in the Bay Area of California, um, not many other places can add up food wise. So um, I cook a lot at home uh, because a lot of the takeout or restaurant type food is, is fairly um, fast foodish. Uh, not really my favorite, but Arby's still has the best shakes I've ever had. Uh, <laughs> so, um, there's that. So it's been a fun, it's been a fun experience. It's been a fun experience. And, um, yeah, so I just wanted to share that and celebrate that with everyone. And, um, I'm planning to share more and more about my journey. Um, but, uh, I just wanted to celebrate one year of being in Arizona and, and it's probably been one of the best healing years of my life. Uh, it's been quite a road. It's been emotional. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I have talked to my family. They have no interest in moving out here, unfortunately, and I have no interest in moving back to Illinois. So <laughs> we've, uh, agreed on that, um, but anyway, so thank you for tuning in to this episode. I really appreciate it. Um, please feel free to share this and uh, celebrate with me, celebrate the podcast being all over the world and, and, and me recording it in my closet in Arizona. So, <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. And again, you can catch the episodes, sarahwaggle.com. And then just look for the Divinely You podcast. You may have to look in the menu. I am working on updating the website and, and shifting more to it. So um, it'll be cleaned up in no time. Please keep following along. And, and just I appreciate your patience as I make a lot of um, tech shifts right now. So thanks so much for tuning into the Divinely You podcast. Catch you on the next episode. Much love.